0: Today's episode is sponsored by Spartan Chemical Company. Family owned and operated since 1956, Spartan Chemical is a leading manufacturer of superior and cost-effective specialty chemical products sold through select, trusted distributors. At Spartan Chemical, we make clean, simple. For more information, please visit SpartanChemical.com.
1: One of the issues that cleaning and restoration companies face, and one they don't like, is when they get a negative review, such as on Google. Now, if that negative review is genuine and they deserve it, that's one thing. But what if a review is fake? Maybe someone who's not even a customer posted something, or by a bot, B-O-T. To be honest, I'm not even sure what a bot is. But someone with us today that should know something about this is Dean Mercado, the CEO of Online Marketing Muscle. Dean, welcome to the program.
0: Thank you, Jeff. I'm so glad to be here with you today.
1: And what a thank you for coming and joining us. What a topic we're going to talk about. You know, yes. I, mean, I hear questions all the time. Not that I can answer them, but people say I got these reviews that are fake. I never did this job for this customer, or they're from some electronic source. So. Just how big of an issue is this? And I know you have an approach, a way to handle some of these issues.
0: Absolutely. It's, long story short, it's a really big deal, especially for certain types of businesses, whether you're a a carpet cleaning company, a residential cleaning company. uh, There there are some things you can do. There are some things you can't really do much about. And we'll get into a little bit of both of that if that's okay. Let's cut to the chase right? There is going to be only a certain amount that you can do to turn something around in terms of, uh, I think it's a bot. They weren't a client of ours. You can complain. You can forge, uh, an actual complaint to whether it's Facebook or Google or, or, uh, Yelp or one of the other big boys. And here's the good side. They are getting much, much better at understanding and dis- distinguishing themselves between the real stuff and the fake stuff. So that in itself is going to work in your favor. The technology's gotten a lot better than let's say a year, two, three, five years ago with this stuff. So you may not see as much of the garbage that you might've seen five years ago. Yes, you are dealing with something also that Jeff mentioned called bots, artificial intelligence, AI. You're going to see a lot of that. But fortunately, like I said, these big review sites are getting much, much better at it. So I always take the standpoint that, and we'll get into how you can rebut some of these in a moment. I always take the stance that it's better to be on offense and have a great offense than have to always be on defense trying to prevent these, you know, trying to uh, turn these things around after the damage is already being done. So if you go into a little bit of a preventative mindset, we might be better off and it's a better place to start typically, right? So I usually come at it from a, a three-prong approach and I'll say the best the best way of dealing with these is preventing them from happening in the first place. You gotta stop them from happening in the first place. This is assuming they're real, right? Let's deal with those because we can only control the things that we can control. There are certain things that are gonna be completely out of your control. Deal with it. It is what it is, right? From a a preventative standpoint, we always start out with that first prong, which is your brand positioning, your brand positioning. If your brand is strong, and your brand precedes you online, and you create a perception online that you are the rock star, you are the best in the business at this, you're going to find right off the bat that you will immediately get less people attacking you in that way. Yes, you'll always get the the naysayers and the troublemakers who are going to attack you no matter what. However, by having a strong brand, right, a lot of people will look at your reviews say wow okay they got 100 reviews they're a carpet cleaning company they got 100 reviews and they got a 4.9 fantastic that might be all somebody needs to see right so by having a strong brand a lot of times what happens is psychology comes into play there people will say things like well they were the best rated one out there so right away in their mind they have an expectation of what they're going to receive and typically it's like we used to say putting beer goggles on everything looks better after a couple of beers that kind of thing it sounds ridiculous but that's what happens psychologically people start to already prejudge you before they've even dealt with you right and that could work to your favor in a big way so long as you don't blow it so long as you don't you know the first the first words that come out of your mouth are horrible and you end up destroying the, uh, the business there as, and so on and so forth. But by strengthening your brand online, this is everything anybody could find about you online. Whether they're checking out your website, whether they're checking out reviews online, building that strong brand is going to play very heavily into how somebody perceives you before you even engage, right? Now, always remember, perception is reality perception is reality i don't care what anybody says how somebody perceives you before the reality even sets into play is going to have a lot to do with whether or not that person's thinking about the bad review they're going to write for you if you end up sucking at what you do before they even before they even have you in this is what goes on right if you have a a three out of five star average they're going to expect you to be eh not so good of a company, that expectation is going to be how their filters see you and see your team. As your team walks in the door, they're going to be looking for everything wrong. Oh, yeah, they don't look very professional now, do they? Right? Oh, they only have a shirt on that says their company name. They don't have like their pants are different, their this is different, There, whatever, right? You're being judged, oh, their equipment looks shoddy, doesn't it? Versus if you have that stellar rep, they may not be thinking those things. Now, I say may, right? We want to try and influence how they perceive us as much as we can before we even engage. That's the key. We want to influence as much as we can before we even engage. Set the tone before we walk in the door, right? This sets our team up for a better experience as well when they step into that client's home or place of business. If the tone is set properly, maybe our team gets treated with a little bit of respect, a little bit more respect, if the perception is there that we are the best at what we do. So by positioning ourselves as the the best in the business, right, the go-to, the rock star, that's going to influence how people see us. Before we even engage, the next prong of this, and I happen to know a lot of you owners in the cleaning industry, um, also in the whether that's carpet cleaning, whether that's residential cleaning, commercial. I know quite a few of you. Some of you, your communication is stellar. Many of you, you leave it to chance. Whatever that person who happens to be working the phones that day. Um, has on their mind ends up becoming what comes out of their mouth when they engage your customer, when they engage your prospect. Where are the scripts? Where's the automation? Make use of the technologies available to you. And you don't even have to. Have this stuff written down. What kind of training are you putting forward with your team? Are they all speaking the same language? And I don't mean Spanish versus English versus German. versus. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, do they all sound like your brand? Are, is everybody who answers the phone answering it a specific way? That sounds familiar. That sounds congruent with your overall brand. Are they dealing with customers on the phone or dealing with prospects on the phone or in person in a way that's in a manner that's congruent? with your brand strategy. So the more congruent you are from the first engagement all the way through the last is going to make a huge difference in how you're perceived and how they're going to perceive you and how they're going to feel about their interaction with you. If the experience they get with the first person, they get on the phone talking about, I want an estimate. Right? That first interaction, if they get the same vibe from that person as they get from the person who does a walkthrough of the job site before giving an actual estimate. And it's the same vibe that they get when the team walks in the door and the team gives the same exact vibe. And it's the same vibe that happens when you do some sort of quality control or customer service after the fact or just some sort of follow up. How did we do? Right, If that vibe is consistent all the way through, I call it the buyer's journey, all the way through their journey with you, you're consistent. You're going to have a much more positive influence on how that particular person or company feel about you. Therefore, if you're creating these positive experiences, you're much less likely to have them nitpick at things and Say things that aren't true, potentially. Now, there's going to be times when you just blow it. We make mistakes. We all do. And the best advice I could give you there is own it. Don't run away from it. I often get asked the question, one of the biggest questions, is if we get a negative review, should we respond to it? Absolutely. Absolutely you want to respond to it. Because number one, if it's true, you want an opportunity to turn it around if you can. And there are steps you can take to do that. And it's most of them are commonsensical, right? Common sense steps. Right? Don't start out by just coming out and saying, oh, we did not do that wrong. We're the best. You're bad, Mr. Client. Is that really what you want to do? What are you gonna what do you think that client's gonna do now? You thought it was bad enough with the review they just gave you. What do you think they're going to do now, right? So you don't want to be your own worst enemy. You don't want to create problems you don't need, right? Yes, you want to acknowledge that they feel a certain way about that experience they had with you. Try and find out the real reason why. You know, and I'll always suggest, acknowledge it, right? Acknowledge it online. Try and take the conversation... Offline. Try and get them offline. If you know who the person is, get them on the phone. Have a conversation with them. Try and get to the root cause. If you truly did mess up, own it. Own it and do whatever you need to do to make it right. Now, I know some companies will send somebody in there to try and fix whatever the problem is. You know, if that's, we'll do the job over again or we'll, We'll, we'll clean that uh, room's carpet again, whatever it is. We'll replace this if we broke something, whatever it is. Figure out what it is. And then when you're able to fix it, follow up and follow through with this person and find out ultimately your goal should be to try and get them to remove or adjust the negative review, right? And then you could follow up with that online and, and you know, as they change the review, or they remove it. If they, if there's nothing you could do, there's nothing you can do. Right? In which case, I'll always say you should always be looking to bury the bad reviews with dozens of good reviews. For every bad review you get, try and bury it with a good 10, 20, 30, 100 good ones. And most of you are pretty darn good at what you do. You probably could bury it easy if you did more of what this third prong is gonna talk about, which is all about automation, right? All about implementing a specific and dependable system for gathering these things. Today's day and age, there is no excuse whatsoever for you not getting the reviews you deserve. Get the reviews, do whatever you have to do to get the reviews. Implement the system. Make sure everyone on your team is following that system. Better yet, automate that system. Last time I had a conversation with Jeff on a previous podcast episode, we touched on this a little bit, and I'll expand on that a little bit here today. You need to have a system that is bulletproof. Every job you finish, you should be asking for a review, a testimonial. Number one, because you want to know whether or not you're as good as you think you are. You need to know because if you don't know the truth, you can't fix it. You can't improve your processes. You can't train your team any better because you have no idea what's wrong. If you're encouraging your clients to not keep it to themselves, right? Then what you're doing is you're creating that feedback mechanism, that feedback loop, that they can help you become part of improving what you're doing and in turn providing an even better level of service to the next client and the next client and the next client. When you don't engage your clients and you don't ask for what it is you want and you deserve here, what you end up creating is that transactional experience, transactional versus recurring. How many Uh, I'll go to the residential folks out there, the residential cleaning folks with this one. That is like the dream. You want the the recurring business. And you not only want it monthly, you want it every other week. You prefer it weekly if you can get that. Yeah, we all do. But if you're not in that constant engagement with your client, what's going to happen is your, your business becomes transactional with them. They don't feel so married to you and your solution. And what happens is they end up dumping you for the first cheaper price they get. If you create an experience that's transactional, you're only hurting yourself. And this is where dependable and automated systems really play big time. I want you to imagine that uh, as soon as a job is done, and I mentioned this in the last podcast we did, somebody on your team is clicking a button and that button is automatically triggering a piece of automation, an automation sequence that automatically communicates to that client and says, how did we do? Thumbs up or thumbs down, right? And that client clicks thumbs up. Then, wow, your automation sees that, understands they click the thumbs up and goes right back at them and says, wow, I'm so glad you were, Happy with the service. Would you do us a favor? Would you be willing to provide a little bit more detail on that? We can really use your opinion on Google. Would you be willing to write us a Google review? You know, not, don't have an account on Google. Well, then how about Facebook? Right. Or how about, how about Yelp? How about Angie's List if they found you through Angie's List or one of those types of uh, middlemen type businesses, right? So the intention is to have the, not only the system, but then automate pieces of that system so that the emails and the communications that are going out to these clients is kind of standardized, but personalized. With automation, you could personalize a lot. The email doesn't have to come out like, It's some sort of template that doesn't seem personal. You can add a lot of personalized facts into your automated emails. You can even send automated texts if you know, if your system knows that you have that person's mobile number, send them a text. If you know their preferred method of communication, you go with that. If it's a phone call, make the phone call. Have a script that your person says to the person and says, hey, look. You know, I, you know, just wanted to follow up. Our team just left. How did we do? Did we meet your expectations? Better yet, did we, did we surpass your expectations? Because that's what we're going for, right? So to recap those three real quick, we looked at your branding and setting the expectation up front before you even step and before they even engage your brand do we come across in the way we want to come across some of some of you are so good at what you do but when i look you up online it's like oh my goodness wow so incongruent you that's not who you are right but you got to realize your prospects out there your suspects your prospects they're going to judge you look the way to at least to the degree or the level that you provide service. Be consistent, right? Your communication. Communicate clearly, right? Communicate consistently. We don't just stop talking to them. Stay in front of your audience constantly. And the third big one was implementing and automating. Systems, proven systems that work. Sound consistent. Sound like the real deal. So that's a little bit on the three prong approach Now, I'll toss this back to you, Jeff, and you tell me, do you need any more clarification in those? Would you like a little bit more? we could we can we can go as deep as you want into
1: this stuff. <laughs> I think you covered it nicely. I had no idea those strategies and they they make sense though not just one approach but three. and I love the communication part and the impression companies make. you know, it's important to think about. What people think, just seeing you driving down the road, or oh, yes, uh, maybe, yeah, just so much there, Dean. Good information. Can people reach out to you if they have more questions?
0: Absolutely. My company's online marketing muscle. Um, if you're interested in the systems and stuff like that, we do have a, a complimentary ebook that we give out that will give you um, a nice head start on creating systems for your company no hassle no you know okay. nobody's gonna chase you and try and beat you up over it our system is <laughs> called clone the owner you could either go to clone the and that'll take you there or you can go to online marketing muscle.com and it's like right on the home page you'll see yeah. a button check it out grab it find yeah. some value in it ask me questions i'm happy to you know any of you who grab that i'm happy to answer whatever questions you have it's that important yeah. it really is that important
1: Well, thank you, Dean, for your time. I'll put the links you just mentioned down below in the video description so people can click on them to find you. But good advice. And uh, no one wants a negative review, but life happens. Thank you. Yes, you bet. My pleasure.